Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. This podcast will teach you how to get healthy and remain that way naturally. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Your Best Health with Dr. Banning. My name is Aaron. I'm the co-host here with Dr. Banning, who is sitting right beside me. How are you, Dr. Banning? Hey, I'm doing great. Good to see you again, Aaron. Same here. Having some hot but beautiful weather outside. Um, This week, we're talking about uh, the Omega family. And I don't know much at all about the Omega family. So I'm actually actually very excited about about talking to you uh, today. Uh, so I guess my first question would be, when we, when we talk about the Omega family, what exactly are we talking about? What is that? Well, there's a Greek alphabet. And, you know, the, the, the Omega is, is a numbered carbon on a fat. And it's the number three carbon, so that's why they called omega three fats. Okay, it's got an oxygen, an extra oxygen right there. So, omega three fats are essential fats. What that means is your body does not produce them, so you have to get them in your diet. And the SAD, the standard American diet, does not have omega three fats in them. It's typically omega six dominant because of the great job that the farmers have done with the governments, with the wheat, the corn, the dairy, and what they feed the animals, um, it's all omega-6. And I had never heard of omega-6 until you and I were discussing it um, previously. Uh-huh. What is a, what's the difference? What, what is omega-6? Well, the omega-6, again, it's the number six carbon Okay. on a fatty acid that has an oxygen on it. That's, that's just technically speaking where they are. So they're different. But omega-6 isn't bad, but the ratio of omega-6 to 3 is what's so critical. We, I mean, if you eat corn, if you eat bread, if you eat dairy, if you eat eggs, if you eat meat, those are all part of a cycle. Like with the, with the manufactured and industrialized cows and chickens and things like that, what do we feed them? We feed them corn. What is corn? It's an omega-6. So if you eat meat, it's going to have omega-6 fats. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, that makes makes good sense. It's like, it's the theory of everything. Dr. Gary Tobbs has a book called The Theory of Everything, and he talks about how our diets are just so omega-6 dominant, which creates a lot of inflammation and a lot of degenerative diseases. So... A good strategy for reducing inflammation is increasing your omega-3 foods that you eat. And we talk about omega-3 fats. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're so critical. But there's another trail we need to go down. And the trail is omega-3 addresses inflammation so much better than what people use when they get prescribed medications like the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. Um, they do a good job of reducing inflammation, but they also do a good job of creating gastric bleeding, mm. creating strokes, 
and heart attacks. Wow. These are drugs that the FDA approved and they're prescribed correctly. And we're talking about Vioxx, Bextra, and Celebrex. And it was so bad they had to be taken off the market. Um, in fact, um, I don't have the study with me, but there's a group of rheumatologists that were talking about how many deaths take place with these NSAIDs. They're saying 16,500 a year. Goodness gracious. From, from side effects, yes. And so that's why we need to talk about fish oil. Is that the the main source? um, It's a great anti-inflammatory. It does the same things that the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs do, but they have a lot of fantastic side benefits, and they don't cause gastric bleeding. Uh, In fact, they really help protect the lining of your stomach. Um, They're very good for your heart, and they're very good for your brain. So the fish oil is just a wonderful supplement. Now, like other supplements, I know there, there's there's better ones on the market, and then there's some pretty lousy ones on the market. Can you recommend a, a good fish oil? I can re- recommend several. I use tuna omega in my office from Standard Process. Um, there's another one that I like to recommend, which is cod liver oil because it has vitamin A and vitamin D in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good for people that may be deficient in A and D. Um, and that's standard process. Um, How does it taste? Have you that's ever tasted the- fish? <laughs> <laughs> kind of fishy. No, um, this is another thing. If you want to check the quality of your fish oil, put it in a freezer. If it does not freeze, it is good quality fish oil. If it freezes, throw it out. Um, The other thing, if it smells real fishy Mm -hmm. and rancid, it's no good. Really? Yes. Um, And what's happening now is our oceans, uh, we're getting a lot of pollution, a lot of heavy metal toxicity. And a lot of the fish are getting mercury in them. And so there are certain fish that have less mercury than others. I don't remember the list but you can google it um but you want to get pharmaceutical grade fish oil and the active ingredients in your fish oil would be epa which stands for the environmental protection agency no just kidding <laughs> it's icosa pentanoic acid epa um that has the inflammatory properties of the fish oil and then there's something called dha which is dicosahexanoic acid. That is a structural fat that your body uses for your brain and your tissues. I remember, I remember hearing fish referred to as brain food as I was growing up. It is. In fact, um, you remember the Three Stooges? Oh, yeah. Okay. Very well. Um, well, they were talking about, Curly was talking about how good fish is for your brain. And you know what Mo said? <laughs> no. Mo says, you need to eat a whale. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was hilarious. It's funny. <laughs> so where, where did, uh, for, I, I know you have uh, a supply of fish oils that you sell out of your office in White House, Tennessee, but for someone listening, uh, you know, other areas, where, where are a good place to be to search for fish oils? Well, this is, there are retailers out there. 
where their whole goal is to get the cheapest price. Mm-hmm. They don't care about quality. You want to stay away from those. Um, you want to go to like a physician that, that's that's known for taking care of patients with nutrition. Um, there are certain things that you can probably order on the internet that have got good quality fish oil. Um, I'll tell you what you need to do. If there's a number on the back, just call them up and say, Hey, where do you get your fish oil? Where's your source? And can you give me some information like some data? And if it's a bogus company, you're probably going to hear a click, but if it's a great company, you're going to say, they're going to say, thanks for calling. Give me your email and we'll send it to you. Okay. Um, another really good one is called Nordic Oil, and that's got from Norway, and we have that too. That's that's we do we use that for uh, high dose fish oil for people that have severe inflammation or severe depression, um, dementia, those types of things. So, is fish oil something you would recommend for everyone? Yes. Yes, I would. Now, there's some people that are healthier than others. Some people get a lot of good omega-3 fats in their diet, which would mean they eat grass-fed chicken and grass-fed eggs, grass-fed beef, um, things like that. So they're going to have a better ratio of omega-3 to 6, whereas other people, they don't get the omega-3 in their diet. And their body can't make it, so those people we'll need to take a higher dose of fish oil. We call it a therapeutic dose. And how do you tell? How would somebody tell without coming to see you if they needed a higher, just by what they eat? Well, there's a couple of things. Um, by what they eat, by their symptoms. The other thing is there's a, there's a test that you can get done. It's the omega-3 to 6 uh, ratio in your blood. And there's certain ratios that... Say when it's 20 to 1, that's the average American diet, basically. 20 omega-6 versus 1 omega-3. Um, that's Sadly, that's the average of Americans. Mm. And you've got some that are way off the charts. But uh, that's a good test. And then you can take the omega-3s for a while and get the test done again and see if you've raised your ratio. Okay. So as you raise the ratio of omega-3 to 6, your inflammation goes down. One other thing is when you're taking larger doses of fish oil, you need to take something that will help preserve it like an antioxidant. That's what the research says. So it doesn't spoil. Oxidize, spoil, that's the same thing. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. It sure does. Okay, I'm going to ask a controversial question. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. How do you feel about uh, the capsules, uh, the caplets, the liquid gels of fish oil? Because I've heard, I'll tell you, I've heard that, and you probably know more about this than I do, but I've heard that the heating process required to get the fish oil into the gel pretty much ruins every. Oh, gosh. Um, If they're doing that, just forget it. Um, I know standard process, they run the fish oil through bentonite clay and it's cold processed you want to hear cold processed and drum dried uh, without heat because that destroys it like you said yes Um, I'm not really aware of a lot of that stuff just because I have very high standards for the supplements that I have Mm -hmm. and you know it's it's very hard to get somebody to take a supplement 
And by golly, if they're going to take a supplement, I want to make sure it's top quality stuff that's going to have a clinical effect on them. And they're going to say, wow. I appreciate that. I do, too. It <laughs> makes really me look do. good, too. Yeah. Well, I had heard that uh, over the counter. Well, not over the counter, but but uh, most of the drugstore brands are heat are heated before going into the. Uh, the I, I couldn't jams. tell you, Aaron. I couldn't tell you. I'd have to do the research. And, you know. Just being a chiropractor in my office, I don't sometimes I don't have time to do. I understand that kind of research. Yeah. I look for mostly healthy, good stuff, and don't try to, you know, spend much time with the bad stuff. But I have had people, you know, not take our supplements and then go to a chain, not a nutrition chain, just a chain like a grocery store chain, mm-hmm. and get something cheap. And the guy told me, he says, Doc, I took that when I went out in the parking lot to my car. He says, I just had to vomit. Oh, wow. Right after he took it. He was excited to take it. He was, And he just vomited right there. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Well, there's some proof. It's probably not very good. <laughs> That's the key. Yes. You got to be careful because that will bottle and sell anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so other than supplements, how do we get our omegas, our omega-3s into our systems? What What's the best food source? I'm guessing um, fish. Fish is a very good food source. If you eat two helpings of fish a week, that really is beneficial. And and for me, I'm more of a natural person. In other words, what I mean is, you know, we weren't designed to consume straight fish oil. Our bodies weren't made for that. However, that can help tremendously. But eating fish is better. In my opinion, mm-hmm. but it's hard to get good fish. I want to stop by Captain D's on the way home. <laughs> okay, they use beef tallow for their uh, your their expression grease. was priceless. Yes, yes. Um, some other really fascinating studies. There's a guy named Dr. Maroon. He's the head neurologist for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, he's in charge of the concussion protocol for the NFL. And did you watch the movie Concussion? I haven't. With Will Smith? Yeah. I haven't. It was really interesting. But bottom line is, is they've done studies and they measured different structures in the brain, um, the size of them. And they measured them in patients like normal patients that hadn't taken fish oil, that didn't really have any issues. They measured it in patients with depression. And they measured the size of different structures in people with Alzheimer's disease. And so they started dosing these people on fish oil. And the three structures they measured, they measured the hippocampus, which is a structure that's responsible for long-term memory. They also measured the ventricles. You know how your heart has chambers in it? Mm -hmm. Where your brain has ventricles too. And then they also measured the gray matter. The gray matter is what contains your cell bodies on the outside of your brain and on the inside of your spinal cord. And so they did this for a period of time and they remeasured the structures and they found that the hippocampus, responsible for long-term memory, enlarged, that the ventricles enlarged, and the gray matter enlarged. So omega-3 just plays a vital role in our overall health, and it really affects your brain. And how important is your brain? Oh, I would think very (laughs) most important. It is important. It's important to have a good functioning brain because that controls everything. Yeah. 
So it's the control center of the body. Right. Exactly. So I made a joke about a fast food fish. Oh, yes. Yes. What? And, and I, I, I honestly, until a few years ago, I actually thought that was more healthy, that, that a fast food fish sandwich would be more healthy than, than a burger or something. Now I know different and that there's different uh, different kinds of fish. There's, But I'm guessing the average fast food fish sandwich does not have omega-3 <laughs> at all. I don't know. I know their breading probably has omega-6 on it. Mm-hmm. But if you're still getting more omega-3, there's potential there. I think um, they use Pollock. Okay. And I'm sure it has fish oil mm-hmm. in it. I just don't know enough about it. Like I said, I don't study a lot of the fast food places. I don't go to fast foods. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> I've been to them a long time ago, but... Um, I'm trying to break the habit. It's so not easy. It, well, you know, when you got 20 or 30 of them... Oh. ...sitting right off the expressway and you're you're hungry, you know, it's kind of hard. Yeah. And cheap. And they're good at marketing. They're very good at marketing. Yes. Yeah. And cheap they are. Yeah. Um, it's very cheap to make fast food yeah and that's what concerns me about uh the fast food fish sandwich i was joking about is just how can there be anything beneficial in a two dollar sandwich <laughs> yeah yeah and, and you'll find even in nicer restaurants if you ask if if this fish is ocean caught many times they don't know and if they don't know i'm just thinking you know what i'm not going to get fish here because you would think they would be highly aware that this is ocean caught fish and it's much more healthy for you what what's the alternative to ocean call? What where else would they get it? Would it be frozen or um, well? This is what I would think would be better. They they farm raise these fish. Now the bottom of the barrel is farm raising fish and giving them cat or dog food or corn based or soy based food. I would think, and I don't know this, but I would think the farm raised industry for for fish would start feeding them what they eat out in the ocean. Yeah. Which would be fish. I would think so. And that these fish would be healthy fish. And that would be a great source of healthy food. And it would be a farm-raised fish. Okay. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Yeah. yeah. Very, very good. So you believe that uh, we could all benefit from fish oil? I do. It's very good for your eyes. Um, It's good for your cranial nerves. I mean, all that good stuff that runs your eyes, your ears, your balance, any of those things. Okay. I'm sold. Good. <laughs> I'm going to get on some myself. Um, and we've covered quite a bit about omegas uh, in this this episode. But if you have questions or concerns, either one, feel free to email us at besthealthpodcast at gmail.com. I'll get your comments or your questions to Dr. Banning, and we'll cover them here on the show or, or just re- respond to your email either way. Uh, do you have any other uh, comments about Omegas before we head on out? I don't believe so. I'm sure there's more that could be said, but I'm hoping that that helps people understand the importance of Omega-3 over painkillers. Yeah, that's how we started. That's yeah, there's how we a big started upside it. to it. Big upside. So You know... Uh, I know we're heading out, but the difference between natural holistic health and and pharmaceutical, I never see many um, side effects on the supplements. 
There are not. Um, now, sometimes if a person has their gallbladder removed, they don't have bile and they don't digest fat very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would recommend they take the fish oil with a meal. Okay. Um, and some people, they're on antacids and don't digest food very well. Uh, they may have a hard time with the fish oil, but 90% of the people do real well with it. Good. Good. So as a recap, we need more omega-3s in our diet, less omega-6s. Mm-hmm. And uh, be careful where you get your fish oil. Make sure it's a good process from a reliable source and start upping your dosage of omega-3s. Yes. Very good. Well, thank you, Dr. Banning. This has been very educational for me, and I know I'm looking forward to our next episode, too, where we're going to be discussing lower back pain, which is, I believe, the number one uh, complaint you get from new patients. Yes, it is. I know that's what brought me in. Uh So so I'm really looking forward to that, and uh, we will be here next week. Tune in. Awesome. 